How are you doing, gentlemen? We are very good, sir. Uh, I've got a, uh, a burning question to ask you later on, and I'm going to put it to the boys as well. We'll get there. But first off, it's always the juice bar. On Friday morning, he's serving up. He likes to serve up three servings of juice. What do you got this week, Justin? Oh, this week's juice. Well, look, confidence isn't a big thing in sport. The Blues. This is usually, however, in the past where they stumble and stutter. They've got a side that is very capable in the Stormers, but they're on a bit of a momentum roll. Can they show that this year there is a different season for them? The Hurricanes, what a massive challenge it is. Yes, it's a big game, but also it's a pivotal game for them this season. They were annihilated by the Crusaders last time out uh, earlier this year within this fixture. Much uh, stronger Crusaders side with the return of Kieran Reid and another home game for the Hurricanes that they can ill afford to lose. Almost season-defining that they produce a performance to show that they are contenders this year. And finally, while I'm attempting to keep on the rugby topic, how good is golf with Tiger Woods back playing and at the very top level? Watching the world match play now while I'm attempting to concentrate on your very important questions, but... Man, it's good to have him back at the top. It just brings new interest to the game again. No, this is great, actually. We're going to jump on that because that's CP and I. You're right. Whenever Tiger's back, I'm, I'm there for it. Yeah, we were I'm like, great. Yeah. Tiger's in. Let's go. You guys didn't even know he's playing this weekend. No, he's playing this weekend. But if, Tiger... <laughs> <laughs> uh, if Tiger's uh, in, he's... I'm into whatever insurance company is sponsoring that thing that he's doing. Hey, that's, that's what it is uh, on the weekends. I, I, think this, I think tonight you'll probably see if you don't, then... It would be unusual. He's playing against Brad Snedeker at the moment. He put his ball under the tree and he hit it left-handed, reversed on the club on his knees and put it to within four feet of the pin. Golf, And golf, it's just golf. entertaining. Yes. It's golf, awesome. Golf, 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 golf. <laughs> You've got me back into golf. You don't mean that, Ped. You just mean Tiger, Tiger. Tiger, Tiger. That's tiger. okay. No, we can get on to that one as well. Hey, mate, so let's have a look at that, that, that uh, confidence thing there with the Blues. So they had a big choice to do this week of the... Uh, shall we keep things the same where we bring our, our big boys off the bench later and shall we keep Rico Ioane uh, on the team? And they said yes to both. So this this to me looks like what? They're just trying to ride that confidence through, do you think? I think so. It, it is also, it's also about momentum. When you finally feel that your game plan started to gel, the things that you're trying to achieve, all the players are starting to get the right synergy. And it, sometimes when you make personnel changes and dramatic ones, um, that they do have an effect because that rhythm is disrupted. So it's infectious confidence. It really is. And, and when you can when you can get that um, sort of feeling that goes right throughout the team and the reserves respond when they come on and it all doesn't go out of sync, um, it's a very important sort of recipe for your team to have some success. So I, 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 I totally concur with what they're doing there. I was thinking too, you know, this this thing of bringing um, uh, the the All Blacks off off the bench there with uh, Carl Tuinukuafi and uh, Ofatonga Fasi too. I, I was thinking mm. with this, Justin, it's worked really well for them, uh, I think. But also, that's the familiar. I guess that's almost a familiar role for them for the All Blacks too, isn't it? Yes, it is absolutely. And and I guess uh, the other the other side of it is that, that they don't sort of, I, I guess. Um, they remain grounded. That you know that, that each week is not a given that you're starting or you're you're coming off the bench. And and you know All Blacks, I guess you, you tend to think command starts, but I think when you're showing that you can impact them into the team in a different way, that's good for the younger players in the team that they see players can still be in the environment, still happy, and they know their role, even though they 
got national recognition. And, and I think that's also very uh, humbling for the team that uh, nobody's better than the team. There's no individuals there. They're all about trying to accomplish something together. I like, too, the fact I think Alex Hodgman's playing so well finally because, you know, he, he was uh, really mm. good down at Canterbury, came up to Auckland and was injured there for quite a while, so they finally got some good minutes out of him, I think, which also lets this happen. But just another team there, I thought, with confidence, too, and what a change it can make, the Chiefs, because remember a few weeks ago it was completely dire. Yes, it was. Um, look, it, it certainly um, doesn't mean, I think, that the tr- drastically just after one match their, their, their season has been turned around. Um, but no doubt about it, there was always the potential there for the Chiefs to unleash, and uh, they were just struggling to find their mojo. And but they'd been through some pretty close games and not quite, um, you know, got the cake. But they they really produced a performance that shows that if they can get things right, that they still can be a dangerous side. Probably you would suspect though um, that they've left their run a bit late in the New Zealand conference to to really be a threat to make those those finals. But anything in sport is possible. And, um, you know, they certainly showed that they could tip some teams up. So who knows? Are you expecting big things from Kieran Reid tonight? I, I think he'd be hungry, absolutely. No doubt about it. But particularly the way... That, let, let's forget last week where it was a very inept and, and non-Crusaders-like performance. And I think they'll probably bin that one pretty quickly and, um, you know, and move on. And they had quite a lot of changes as well. And I think they lost their rhythm because of that. And they didn't look the, the side they had. So he, so bearing that, bearing that in mind, he's had to sit back and watch that rhythmic machine go about demolishing teams um, so far this season and doing it in a way that's really entertaining, scoring tries. And who doesn't want to be a part of that? doesn't matter how many tests or how many Super Rugby games you've played. Kieran Reid's a competitor. Um, you know, he loves playing rugby uh, to the point that, you know, he's, he's enjoying himself and the Crusaders look like they're doing that. So you feel like you're missing out. Um, so I absolutely, I think it'd be really relishing getting back out there tonight. Your uh, confidence in the Crusaders winning com- comes from which part in particular on the on the field do you look at and go, do you know what, they're just way too good for the Hurricanes in that part? Yeah, look, you, you like to you be analytical about it and, and look across the board and the balance of not only the... the Let's look at this game typically tonight. You, you look at not only the teams, um, both starting lineups. You look at the reserves and the impact the reserves can have. You look at the weather. You know, what, how's the weather going to have an effect on the game and what areas might be played in? And I've, I've done that this morning, having been through my Sky Notes writing up uh, the teams for this game. And you just try to compare the two forward packs, and you can't. The experience, the All Blacks, the toughness that the, uh, the Crusaders have compared to the, the very uh, raw green Hurricanes with really probably only a couple of names in there that um, you know people really recognise as being um, you know players that could really compete against the, the, their counterparts. That's where I think the game's won and lost. And when you take guys like Dane Coles out of the game, mm. that's massive for the Hurricanes. So up front for me. Hey, Justin, here's a question for you related to the Chiefs team. Can you name, and we're putting you on the spot here, can you name for us the only player named in the Chiefs squad this weekend who has played 70 Super Rugby games? Um, Damien McKenzie? Yeah! How the hell did you get that right? We were setting you up to fail. Man. I was looking at his statistics. (laughs) Oh, you swine! (laughs) So no, no, the last time out when I was commentating them, and I thought, man, Damien McKenzie's played a hell of a lot of Super Rugby games for a young guy. He's already up to yeah. yeah well, I remember it being in the high numbers, thinking he's going to clock up 100 at a young age. 
Yeah, I was I was flabbergasted you by that when it came out. You know what the out? funny thing about this is, what the funny thing is, what? I haven't quite got to that game yet, so I don't even know if he's starting. <laughs> he is, he's at fullback, mate. This is uh, cap number oh, seven. Oh, you go. Cap That's number fine. 70 for him. Hey, uh, finally as well, I, I said burning question of the week. It's an interesting question I saw on the internet this week that I thought we could all maybe uh, participate in with this one. What do you think, Justin, is the heaviest animal that you could throw over a car? Like from one side for another, if there's like a burning something and you have to save an animal, chuck it from one side to the other. What do you, what do you reckon's the, the, the biggest animal you could chuck over? A mancoon. Oh, good choice. Good choice. I don't want to catch that, though. I'll tell you what, mate. If you, if you, if you Google the mancoon, yeah. some of those things, they almost come up to your hip. <laughs> they, 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 they're more a wolf than a cat. Yeah, they are. Right? So, Justin, when I grew, when I was growing up in Gizzy, the, our neighbours actually bred mancoons, and at really? the, when it was dusk, you could see them creeping along, along the fence line. They looked like pandas. That was. Scary. I know they got those yellow eyes, and uh, they're freaky looking things, and they can grow massive. So I'd yeah. great myself to throw them. One. That's pretty good. All right, that's, and I'm sure it'd, it'd be accurate as well. It'd be in spiral. Mm. Like, well, it wouldn't. Yeah. It would actually put its claws. It's into not your a shuffle arms. pass happening here. So. <laughs> Claw your arms and you wouldn't be able to let go of it. You know. <laughs> there we go. Thank you very much, Justin how Marshall. Did the, how did he know the McKenzie stat? I don't know because he said it last week. He was like, "Wow, sixty-nine there." See, Leonard Brown's only played sixty. So Brad Weber sixty-two. 62. Oh, Weber, Weber had the the big injury, didn't he? Yeah. So those three are the wise old heads in the Chiefs. Nathan Harris forty-nine. Oh, so he brings up what he brings up footy this week. How would you go with a wombat? They they seem quite they seem quite dense. I played blurter in my own head when you asked him. Oh the yes, question, yeah, yeah, and, and I went, went to wombat. Okay, so <laughs> I've done my research, Justin Marshall, and my research says to me that a wombat could weigh anywhere between twenty and thirty five kilos. Yeah. I'm so glad that wasn't a blurter because giraffe came to mind straight away from me, and I was like, well, there's no way I'm throwing that.